Good morning. Good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Anybody out here blessed? Anybody been blessed? We're so glad that you could join us on this day, those who are virtual and those who are here in person. So good to see smiling faces, people that know that they know. Ain't no other way but the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to open today with our song, Our Help is in the name of the Lord. Amen.
What an honor, what a distinction. We ought to give him the praise. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for another glorious day, dear Lord. Blessing us every step of the way. Giving us, dear Lord, favor. Giving us peace. Blessing us with strength and a portion of health. Granting us mercy, your loving kindness, and salvation, dear Lord. There's so much in you that we can't help but to give you the praise. We ask that you would now come into this service, dear Lord. Someone out here is hurting. Someone may be in pain or sick. Someone may be in grief. Someone may be struggling. Someone may be afraid. You know all about it, dear Lord, and nothing sneaks up on you, dear Lord. So we're going to just trust you. Even when we can't see you, we're going to trust you. Because you know exactly what you're doing in our lives. Bless every word that's spoken today, every song that's sung, every prayer that's prayed. Bless the, the man, dear Lord, that has been given the task of delivering today's word. Our pastor. Bless him in quite a way, dear Lord, that he even to respond by saying, my Lord, my Lord, how great thou art. And when praying days are over, there's nothing left to be said, dear Lord, we ask that you would meet us at the gate. Take us into your loving arms, dear Lord. Say that good and faithful servant, you've been faithful over a few. Now I'm going to make you ruler over many, dear Lord. What a glorious, good, good God, waking up day that would be. But in the meantime, we're going to realize that our help is in the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Our responsive reading comes to us today from Selection 572. And, of course, it will be on the big screen. It is entitled, Growing in Grace. Anybody growing in grace? Amen. It's good to be growing says this, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According to his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he has purged from his old sins. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you shall never fail. Fall. 
for so the entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, be, beware, lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness, everyone. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. Amen.
Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Lift him up. Lift the precious Savior up. Amen. What a mighty good God that we serve. You know, I was sharing with someone this morning that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Amen. Anybody glad that the Lord woke you up this morning? Started you on your way. What a mighty God that we serve. Amen. We're going to have our official welcome this morning by Sister Van Winters. Amen. Let's welcome Sister Van as she comes. Amen. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We want to welcome you and our visitors, if we have any in the congregation this morning, and uh, those who are worshiping online. We pray that something Pastor Hamlin will say today will stick in your heart and follow you for a long, long time. And we have a saying here. The first time you are a visitor, the second time, the third time, and thereafter, you are um, you are welcome here, and you are. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> I just I just drew a blank. <laughs> well, you know we're all family in the house of the Lord anyway. So I didn't have to say it. You know it. God bless you all. All right, man. You having some of my moments there. <laughs> Anybody have a moment? Amen. <laughs> I, I said moment, but we need to put some florals on that. We have some moments. Amen. Um, I want to uh, say uh, on this past Friday, we had our golf outing. Jimmy Jones Memorial Golf Classic, and it was beautiful. We had such a great time. Uh, we were a little concerned about the weather, and don't you know God fixed everything just right? There was a little liquid sunshine in the morning, and then all of a sudden, here come the ray of God and sunshine. So we just had a great time. I want to say to uh, the Golf Outing Committee uh, that they did an awesome job, and we want to say thank you. Uh, we had just a beautiful time. We had uh, many who are golfing. I'm looking around. There's many golfing. Uh, Denise told me she was golfing uh, on Friday, and, and so we just had a great time. She says it's a little different than playing putt-putt. <laughs> and so we did have a wonderful time, and, and uh, we want to thank each and every one of you for participating, then all those who uh, were part of the committee. We want to thank you for doing such a great, great job. Amen. Uh, we want to remind you on the Moses play, I believe they still have a few tickets and some seats available, So, but we need to get it wrapped up. Amen. Uh, that will take place on Thursday, October the 5th uh, at the Sight and Sound Theater for the play Moses. Amen. And so if you've ever been to Sight and Sound, you know they do an awesome job. So we would pray that you would join along with us. We're looking forward to it, and we know that we're going to have a great time. Many of you also know that the uh, tragedy that took place in uh, Maui, uh, not to, matter of fact, I'll never 
forget that date. That was a Tuesday, August the 8th, uh, where Sister Hamlin and I had landed that same day that that fire broke out, uh, praising God for his blessings to allow us to uh, be able to evacuate from there. However, there are those who are still remaining there uh, who have been devastated. Uh, our mission board would like to take up a special missions offering on next Sunday, Sunday, September 3rd, that we might be able to be a blessing to those in need. How many of you know that God blesses those who, uh, who bless others? Amen. And that's not really our purpose in, in looking to receive a blessing, but we want to be able to be a blessing, you know, to bless those uh, who are in need. Uh, who have lost their homes, who have lost their lives and family members. So if you would allow the Lord to speak to your heart on next Sunday as we take up a special missions offering, you can uh, put that in your on your envelope or if you wanted to do something separate, a separate check or, uh, or envelope, you can do that as well. But let the Lord use you for next week that we might be able to be a blessing to those uh, who stand in need. Amen. As we uh, also uh, coming up in September is our Back to Church Sunday, which is the second Sunday in September. You are invited. Invite your family. Invite your friends. This is the time to get back on track. I'm going to talk to those who are watching by live stream. Uh, this is a good opportunity for you to, um, you know, to get back on track, get started. Let's start out this fall uh, and let's be a regular in our attendance and in our participation. Amen. And uh, let's just give God praise and thanks for all that he has done. Amen. You, you know, we ought to be here every day. Amen. For all of what the Lord does for us. And so I'm going to encourage you to turn this Sunday back into a, a family and friends Sunday so that everyone uh, invite all that you know to try to get back on track. Amen. And so please mark that on your calendar, Sunday, September the 10th. Uh, at 10.30 a.m., we are going to have a special Get Back to Church Sunday, and we're going to follow up with you. So don't get mad, amen, if, if, if we call you and, and, and put a little heat on you, a little pressure, amen, to get back here into the house of the Lord. We want to address our tithes and offerings at this time for those of you who are here in person. We have an offertory box that's located at the back of the church. Those who are watching by online, uh, you can click on the Tively button there on the website and give your tithes and offerings, or you can mail it in. But we just thank God for the opportunity to give. God has been so good to us. Can we agree upon that today? That the Lord has been mighty, 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 mighty good to us. Amen. And so one of the ways that we can show our appreciation and thankfulness is to do what he asked us to do, you know, just to give back to him. Matter of fact, if we gave to him the way that he blessed us, we wouldn't have room enough in this facility to receive and, and to give all of what God has given to us. So let's be mindful in our giving uh, for today and for the Sundays and the days to come. Let's bow our head in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for an opportunity to be able to give, Lord. And uh, we thank you, Lord, because you are such a loving and a gracious and a kind, uh, awesome God. We just ask, God, that you would continue to uh, be with us, Lord, that you would help us to be good stewards of the, that which you have given us. We ask that you would bless those who gave and bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so, God, we want to give you the praise. We want to give you the glory and the honor. We want to say thank you, Lord, 
and as we uh, bless those, Lord God, who stand in need of care. So we give you the praise, God. It's in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Let the church say, amen, amen. We want to acknowledge uh, those who are celebrating birthdays during the month of August, as well as wedding anniversaries, amen. If you're here this morning and you have a uh, birthday during the month of August, why don't you just stand uh, with us, amen, and we just want to acknowledge you. Ooh, there's a lovely lady that's up on that screen right there, Sister Hamlet, amen. And so we just want to say uh, happy birthday to each of you. Matter of fact, we want to serenade you with a happy birthday, amen. Pat Paul going to lead you to the serenade. anniversaries in the month of August. Amen. If you're here, why don't you stand so we can put some pressure on the men to see if they remember how many years it's been. Amen. Somebody. We do see up on the screen. As a matter of fact, it got it listed from the longest years down to the lowest years, and everybody got some good amount of time on there. Amen. So we see uh, Robin and Nancy Busby for 53 years, Reverend John and Joan Toller for 43 Amen. The Brisbane's are in the house for 41 years. Sister Kettle, 32. Evans, 21. Sean and uh, Davey, 20 years. Cookie and Bob Silva, 18. Naja and Lori, 16. Nadia and Renee, Natu, 16. My son, RJ, and his wife, Meredith, 12 years. Janice uh, and Kenneth Ashton, 10 years. Come on, let's thank the Lord. Amen. We see families falling around us all the time, but they are hanging. Y'all keep on hanging in. Amen. What a blessing. What a mighty God that we serve. Amen. Keeping folk together for all of that time. What a blessing it is. I do want to acknowledge, I'm glad to see Sister Jean is here and her daughter Courtney. And um, Jean's late husband, Reverend Jesse Woods, uh, had some special souls that he uh, wear, and then Sister Jean wanted to bless me with uh, two stoles, and so I have one on today, amen. So praise God, and we thank the Lord. It looks good. I went and looked in the mirror and said, oh, that looked good. <laughs> but we just thank God for all his blessings, and thank you, Sister Woods and Sister Courtney, amen. We praise God for that. Come on, we're going to ask for our sanctuary choir to come as they lead us in song, amen.
Morning, family. Good morning. Bless the Lord at all times. We've got friends who are uh, who have had doors closed to them. I'm like, well, praise them in the hallway while waiting for the next door to open. Praise them at all times. Amen. If you join me in prayer as we get prepared for the message. Father God, we give you all the praise, honor, and glory because you're so worthy to be praised. Father, we thank you for waking us up, because you know some do not, and we thank you for allowing us to have one more day with you, allow us to come together, to worship you, to fellowship with one another, for us to learn about your word. Father, we thank you just for who you are. You are all-knowing, you're omniscient, you're omnipresent, you're omnipotent, 
And we thank you for just always being with us. When someone's going through a turbulent time, someone's going into a turbulent time, someone's coming out of a turbulent time. But we are so thankful that you're with us, walking with us every step of the way. And at times, carrying us when we can't move on ourselves. But we just love you and we bless you and we praise you. And Father, for the message today, we ask that you give Pastor Hammond the words to speak. Give us the ears to hear. Give us the heart to receive. And the courage to apply this word going forward. We ask you to reveal yourself to someone who does not know you. Or someone that's straight off the path and needs to get back to having a great relationship with you. Father, we th- we're so thankful. We're so blessed to be in your presence. And we just ask all these things in your son's precious name, Jesus Christ.
Let's put our hands together and give the Lord some praise. I told somebody this morning, I don't know what you came to do. <laughs> Is there anybody that came just to give the Lord some praise this morning? And just to thank him for being God all by himself. What a mighty God that we serve. We want to thank the Sanctuary Choir, amen. Pastor Paul, Brother Chris, amen. We thank God for you. They were tearing it up over there. Hey, man, Pastor Paul almost went crazy over there on, on the keyboard. Hey, man. But uh, listen, I don't know about you, but I feel like giving God some praise this morning. 
proud of you. But I'm glad he woke me up. You all do know somebody didn't wake up this morning. Amen. But he woke you up. And so we ought to put our hands together and give God praise and glory. Amen. We serve an awesome God with every head bowed, every heart made as humble as you can. Turn to God our Father, Lord, we've come this morning just to say thank you. Thank you for watching out over us as we slumbered and slept on last night. And we thank you, God, for allowing us to wake up into a brand new day, a brand new experience. Be able to come into the house of the Lord and to lift up our hands and just to give you praise and say, thank you, Jesus, for all of your blessings. Lord, it is our prayer as we get ready to hear a word from thee. Lord, if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally and the pardoning of their sins, the Lord, you would speak to their heart, Lord God, and upon hearing your words, someone would cry out this day, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For well, we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. We're going to praise him this morning. Gratefulness and thankfulness for who he is and all that the Lord has done. Amen. How many of you know we are living in some kind of time right now? Amen. But it's God's time. And so God's plan is in place. You know, I realized something, that there are some things that time simply never changes. You know, in each and every generation, people have been fascinated with individuals who have higher ranking power and prestige and position. And in today's modern world in which we find ourselves living in this modern society, the people who appear to have the most powerful images are those who are found in athletics, and we raise them up, those who are performers of arts and Hollywood movie stars, Grammy Award singers. Folks will stand in long lines. Amen. They'll stand in the rain, the snow, whatever it may be, regardless of how cold it is, regardless of how humid or hot that it is, just to catch a glimpse of their favorite celebrity. Yet there are also military heroes and world statesmen that people admire all around the world because they made significant contributions in not only their own nations, but also in the entire world. I was reading in the book of 2 Kings in the 5th chapter, verses 1 to 15. For there's a story about a man named Naaman, who was the captain of a Syrian army. And he was one of those personalities, very well known. He was a tremendously great figure of a man. He was admired by the masses. He was a military commander who had marched triumphantly in the many Syrian cities and having experienced one victory after another. Naaman was a champion among his people. He was a man of great integrity and an honorable man. However, his legacy contains 
one negative word, and that word is but, B-U-T. I want you to stand with me as we read this story of Naaman. I want us to focus on that word, but. For the word of God says that now Naaman was commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded. Because through him, the Lord had given victory to Aram, and he was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Now bands of raiders from Aaron had gone out and had taken captive a young girl from Israel, and she served Naaman's wife. And she said to her mistress, if only my master would see the prophet who was in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Naaman went to his master and told him what the girl from Israel had said. By all means go, the king of Aram replied. I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman left, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten sets of clothing. The letter that he took to the king of Israel read, With this letter I am sending my servant Naaman to you, so that you may cure him of his leprosy. And as soon as the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his robes and said, Am I God? Can I kill and bring back to life? Why does this fellow send someone to me to be cured of his leprosy? See how he is trying to pick a quarrel with me. And when Elijah, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his robes, he sent him this message. Why have you torn your robes? Have the man come to me, and he will know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elijah's house. And Elijah sent a messenger to him to say to go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be restored, and you will be cleansed. But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. Are not Abana and Farfar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleansed? So he turned and went off in a rage. Naaman's servants went to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? How much more then when he tells you to wash and be cleansed? <coughs> so he went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times as the man of God had told him, and his flesh was restored and became clean like that of a young boy. Then Naaman and all his attendants went back to the man of God. He stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all of the world except in Israel. So please accept the gift 
from your sermon. I want to lift the first verse of that text. This is the verse I really want to focus on. It says, Now Naaman was commander of the army of the king of Aram, and he was a great man in the sight of the master and highly regarded, because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and tell your neighbor this. Don't let your butt get in the way. Turn and tell your neighbor this morning. Don't, and I'll tell it like, put some respect on it. Amen. Don't let your butt get in the way. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Y'all put some disrespect on that. Amen. Don't let your butt be you. Get in the way. You know, in the very first verse of our scripture text for today, we read a powerful negative but word. The word says, but he was a leper. Naaman was captain of the Syrian army, but he was a leper. Naaman was a great man, but he was a leper. Naaman was a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. Church, if we could just get rid of the butts in our lives, things would be much better for us. Because the word but always makes the suggestion that something is wrong. Truth is, there's no perfect human being in this human race. Jesus Christ was the only perfect human being to ever live on the face of this earth. And church, until he returns, amen, with his saints and angels, there will never, ever be another perfect human being on this earth. The truth is, each and every one of us have some faults and failures, leaving us with a but word in our lives. You all who are old enough, Remember President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He was a great president, but he had polio. Those who are even older, amen, and remember Joe Lewis, the, the brown bomber, amen, the boxer, the world champion. But he died a broken man, both in his body and in his finances. The Bible says, speaks of Saul of Tarsus, later named Paul, was a great apostle. But he had a thorn in his flesh. Peter was a great fisherman, a disciple, an apostle, but he denied Jesus not once, not twice, but three times. So what are you trying to tell me this morning, Pastor? I'm saying to each and every one of us that like Jacob, we walk with a limp, amen, and we have a but in our lives, amen. Naaman had leprosy, the most dreaded disease known to mankind in biblical times. Today, we have all kinds of other diseases, amen. We uh, just went through a pandemic. We, uh, prior to that, there was AIDS or HIV, amen. Naaman's body once was the epitome of masculinity. Now, it's covered with spots and sores. His hair had begun to change from 
the dark beauty that it had into a white or tainted shade of yellow. And instead of running, uh, people running to him, people were running away from him. He was no longer cheered by the crowds as he walked among the people. As a matter of fact, as he walked by, people got scared and when they looked at the leprosy on his body. Church, I'm here to tell you this morning that whatever your butt is in life, if you believe in the Almighty God, I came to tell you to don't give up hope. Don't give up hope this morning. Don't give up your great expectation that God will reverse the circumstances in your life. Don't give up that God will turn the negativity that's causing the butt in your life into something positive in your life. If God doesn't remove the burden, church, from your shoulders, know that he will strengthen your shoulders to bear you up under the midst of your burden. And we have to understand that none of us are where we are today because of our own goodness, amen, or our own prayers. We need to understand today that we are here today because somebody prayed for us. Hallelujah. We're here today because some family member or some friend placed us before the consciousness of Almighty God in intercessory prayer. We are here today because Jesus Christ, even this very moment, is making intercession for you and for me. And all I can say is, thank you, Jesus. And if nothing else, that ought to tell us that we need to be on our knees in constant prayer. We need to be on our knees in constant prayer for our families, for our loved ones, for our friends, and yes, even for our enemies. Amen? We need to become a praying people once again. Amen? You all remember when you were growing up, that prayer was an integral part of your family. Amen in here, somebody? That just started out in the morning in prayer, and many times we would get together as a family and pray. When you sat down to eat and have dinner together, amen, nobody even comes together for dinner anymore. Everybody just sits a TV tray somewhere and do their own thing. But we need to come together and to pray and to give God praise and thank him for everything he's done. Amen? Now, the word says that there was an answer to Naaman's leprosy. And, and the word says this in verse 3. I want to share this with you. It's a statement of a little captive Israeli young woman who had waited on Naaman's wife. And she talked with her mistress and listened to what she told her mistress. She said to her mistress, if only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Amen. Now, that's interesting because the Bible does not reveal her name. Amen. But she told of a prophet in Samaria, a man who could cure her husband Naaman of his leprosy. Amen. And she told Naaman's wife that the man was not educated, but he was consecrated. She told her that he was not sophisticated, but he was dedicated. She told her that she, he was not a physician, but he was a pharmaceutical expert. She told her that he wasn't a military commander, uh, nor was his name a household word, but he was a prophet of the Most High God. 
He was a man with unusual spiritual and healing power. And she said his name is Elijah. He was a prophetic successor to the great prophet Elijah. The one whom the Lord took up in a chariot of fire. Amen. And the word said that the mantle of Elijah had fallen upon Elisha. Just like Elijah said that it would. And that a double portion of Elijah's power was passed on to Elisha. Amen. And church, one of the greatest tragedies facing us today is that we find ourselves living in a disbelieving generation. Folk don't believe like they used to believe. Folk no longer believe in miracles, amen, in the supernatural power of God. How many of you know today that God is a supernatural God? Hallelujah. The church and the power of the preacher and the Christian true believer has been minimized today to the point where miracles no longer take place among the people like they used to. That's why when you read in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament, we see miracle after miracle taking place. But because of our lack of belief or our lack of faith in God, miracles don't happen the same way that they used to, amen? How many powerful people can you imagine would take an advice of some unknown maiden, handmaiden, amen? Yet we find in the word that Naaman does just that. And you know why he did it? Because he had no other choice. Everything that he had tried had failed. And he found himself at rock bottom, and there was no place for him to go but to God. And so when Naaman had been totally broken, the possibility of a healing caused him to take a great leap of faith. Amen? You all know when the the writer of Hebrews said in Hebrews 11.1 that what? Now, faith is the substance of things that are hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. In order for us to get to the place where God would desire us to be, we have to exercise our faith. Because in faith in God's faith, if you put your faith in the Lord, how many of you can testify this morning that God can see you through? Have you ever put your faith in God? Have you ever put your trust in him? And I believe we could testify for the rest of the day, amen, of the goodness of God. Can we just give a testimony in here as to how good God is? Can I, is it all right? Can I preach like I need to preach this morning and just give a testimony of how good God is, amen? God has done so many things in my life that I can't even single out just one because God has been so good. When I realized that he woke me up this morning and started me on my way, I know that I've already been blessed. When I had something to eat this morning and that I'm here and was able to safely arrive to the house of God, I know that I put my faith in God and God delivered. How many of you know right now that if you put your faith in God, that God can deliver you out of no matter what's going on in your life? Hallelujah. This handmaiden told Naaman that there is a prophet in Samaria who could cure Naaman of his disease. But the Bible says, and this is interesting, you all may have missed this when we were reading this. When we read the scripture, the Bible says that Naaman, instead of going to the prophet, he went to the king instead. 
Because he thought the king and the prophet were the same. How many of y'all know that the king and the prophet is not the same? The king, amen, is a statesman, but the prophet is a man of God. The king is a political instrument, but the prophet was a spiritual instrument. The king commanded marching armies, but the prophet called upon legions of angels. The king had a scepter of power in his hands, but the prophet had a trumpet deep down in his soul. And that he blared out the word of Almighty God. Church, it's no wonder, my brothers and sisters, that the king of Israel rent his clothes. And he told Naaman that he was consulting the wrong man. Listen to me. It's not the king you need. It's the man of God. That's what he told him. And church, that's the problem that we have today. Mankind is relying on the wrong man. Amen. They are relying upon themselves. Amen. We need the church today more than we ever needed before. We have no choice but to seek the Heavenly Father. Amen. And we got to seek Him because I know that I serve a mighty God that still sits high and looks low. I serve a mighty God who can still defend and destroy. I serve a mighty God who can still make a way out of no way for you, church. I still serve a mighty God who is able to provide manna for you no matter what's going on in your life. Amen? I serve a mighty God who can still deliver us from the lion's den and deliver us from the fiery furnace and command ravens to feed us and to give us water when we're thirsty and to clothe us when we are naked. My brothers and my sisters, we still need the Lord. Hallelujah this morning. And thank God that he's available. Amen. Naaman had the luxury of the plush court of the king. Amen. And to go find a humble hut of the prophet. And the cure was a simple one. Amen. You know what the prophet told Elijah said, go and watch in the Jordan seven times. And he said, if you do so, your flesh will become clean. Amen. And Naaman didn't like the suggestion of the prophet. You know why? Because the Jordan was a muddy old thing. Amen. Now, those of you who went with us to Israel, when we went to the Jordan River, amen, we went to the nice section. Amen. We went to the cleaned up version. But the area that they believed that where Jesus was actually baptized, it wasn't that clean thing that looked like one of those fan <coughs> pictures that they used to have on there. But it was old muddy water hole. And there's some today to still go there, but most of them prefer, like myself, to go to the clean and sanitized location. Amen. But don't you know that God sometimes has to humble us before he can use us? Naaman had to learn what many of us had to learn, and it's only then, and it's only when we're knocked down that we can get up. It's only when we are humble that we can get exalted. It's only when we cry that we can appreciate laughter. It's only when we're broken that we can be made whole again. Amen? It's only when we're dirty that we can be made clean. It's only when we're crucified that we can become resurrected. I heard someone say one time, Reverend Jackson, that brokenness on earth brings openness in heaven. Amen. Let me say that again. Brokenness on earth brings openness 
in heaven. So he was told to go wash himself seven times in the Jordan. How many of you know that the word seven is a divine number of completion and perfection? The Apostle John, the, the revelator, amen, in his vision spoke of seven churches. He spoke about seven angels. He spoke about seven dooms and seven seals and seven trumpets. Jesus Christ uttered seven last words from the cross. And Naaman had to dip himself some seven times. I heard someone say once, Pastor Paul, that Naaman was dipped once for the patriarchs, once for the prophets, once for the judges, once for the apostles, once for the father, once for the son, and once for the Holy Ghost. Then, my brothers and my sisters, the word says that Naaman was made whole. As I close this morning, uh, I want to tell you that the same is true for anybody who'll do exactly what Jesus instructs them to do. That is, don't let your butt get in the way. Jesus could have stayed home in glory, but because he loved me and you. The word says, and I know this for a fact, he came down over 40 and two generations ago, seeking those who were lost and and he died on the cross, and he paid for my sin debts and your sin debts on that old rugged cross. And I need to ask you this morning, is there anybody here today who's glad that the Lord paid your sin debts in full? Is there anybody here today who is glad of the grace and the mercy and the understanding and the compassion and the love and the mercy of God? Is there anybody here today that knows that God is able to lift you up from the muck and the mire of life? And if the Lord has blessed you and God has made a way for you and you've been blessed by the best, then we ought to give God some praise. We ought to say thank you, Jesus. We ought to shout hallelujah this morning. We ought to give God praise. Don't you let your butt get in the way. Just do what the Lord has asked you to do. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Stand with me this morning, church. Stand with me this morning. Don't let your butt get in the way. Don't you let it. Don't you let it. We all have butts and lies in our lives. But thank God we have a God who's able to overcome whatever may come. We extend an invitation to you today. There may be someone here today who's never accepted nor received Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, and the Lord is speaking just to you. This was your time. This was your message, your opportunity to make a choice, to give your heart and to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Pastor Paul, one of these days we shall wear a crown. Amen. One of these days. It's all said and done. When we come to the end of this road, as we are standing, as it were, on the banks of the Jordan River, looking over in the yonder, one of these days, when it's said and done, the Lord has prepared a place for those who are willing to accept and receive His Son, Jesus Christ. If there's one here today, and the Lord is speaking just to you, 
you made a choice and a decision. Those who are watching by live stream today, amen, don't you let your butt get in the way. But submit your heart and your life to him right now. If you live in this community and you don't have a church home, you are desiring a place to be able to worship and use your gifts, your talents, your treasures. We would love to have you. Amen. Is there one here today? Let me share this with you. Just a few weeks ago, we had our vacation Bible school. And one of the blessings that came out from that is one of our students, little Mia, uh, who's over there. And Mia gave her life to the Lord Jesus Christ. She met with Sister Hamlin, amen. I'm going to ask Tremaine if you'll bring Mia up, amen. i never seen a little child so happy. Come on up, Mia. Stop messing around with Genesis over there, amen. <laughs> Mia had the biggest smile on her face, and her father Tremaine said, I haven't seen Mia smile like that in a long time, ever. <laughs> but when she came back in from talking with Sister Hamlin about giving her heart and her life over to the Lord, she started, she was just beaming and I was beaming and and uh, she had tears. Jermaine don't want, I'm going to tell it anyway. He, he, had, he had tears in his eyes too. Amen. Because he was grateful and thankful for what the Lord has done. Anybody grateful and thankful for what the Lord has done? Sister Hamlin very rigorously spoke with Mia. And Mia knows what she's talking about. She knew that Jesus Christ gave his life for her on the cross. And she knows now that her name is written in that Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. And nobody in here can take it away, can't erase it. Amen. Can't white it out. Amen. That God's got her by the hand. And so we are grateful and thankful for little Mia, amen. And uh, you all see Mia all the time. She's in the dance ministry and, and just serving here at the church, amen. And just a blessing always comes in with a smile. So Mia, we want to say and we thank God for you. Uh, she has already prayed a prayer of salvation. And and I can see that, that on her face, you all remember the, uh, uh, the Ten Commandments when Moses in the movie came down from the mountaintop. That's what little Mia looked like when she came in. <laughs> Amen from talking to Sister Hamlin because she knows that she has made the best choice and decision that she'll ever make in her life. So let's thank God and give God praise and glory. Amen. <laughs> Mia, we are going to reach back out to you, okay? And then so right after service, our deacons and deaconess will, will meet with you and, and just take down some information. We will schedule your baptism. Amen. Uh, we are going to have baptisms on uh, next month on our church anniversary. I have a number of people who are going to be baptized that day. And so we are excited about that. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. Tremaine, you may take little Mia back to her seat. Amen. And let's say this, what a mighty God we serve. Come on, let's give God praise and glory.
Help us to be mindful, God, that you are in control of all things. Now I'm unto him who is able to keep you from falling, to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. And let the church say, Amen. Amen. May God bless you. Heaven smile upon you.